Welcome to the Mission Road Podcast, where we share stories of faith and service and how you can make a difference. My name is Dawn Hawkins. I am the Director of Global Missions at Peachtree Road United Methodist Church here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am your host. Hi, welcome to episode one. I'm very happy to have Lynn Banks here with me today. Lynn, thank you so much for joining me. Delighted. So you are on the board of Georgia for Georgia, which is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to break the cycle of generational poverty in the country of Georgia. But more than that, I think you're the face and the fearless leader of Georgia and our ministry in Georgia and the Sponsor a Child program. So I'm super excited to have you here today and talk more about that. When we were having a background conversation, one of the things that I love was the fact that you said that all those years ago, you weren't looking to go on a mission trip. Oh, no. And so let's start <laughs> at the beginning. Let's start at whether it's 23 or 25 years ago. You're a new member of Peachtree Road. Right. Um, how did you find out about Georgia? Well, I think Peachtree Road decided to, they had not done global adult trips. So they had a committee, and this is probably 1997 or so, and uh, decided that they would look through UMCOR, United Methodist Committee on Relief, and UMVIM as being uh, a channel to go. And um, our state of Georgia is a, is a, has a relationship with the country of Georgia. And uh, some of the people on the committee, uh, one of the women was at Tech at the time. And so there was a group of university people from Georgia State and Georgia Tech were going to the country of Georgia. And UMCOR was already there. And Tbilisi is the sister city of um, the capital of Georgia. Tbilisi is the sister city of Atlanta. And there's several other cities in our state of Georgia that have sister cities in the country of Georgia. So all this was sort of coming together. So once um, Kathy and Nabnet and Al Alton Conwin, a couple others, went to Georgia, they went to the two UMCOR offices, one in Tbilisi, one in the second largest city called Kutaisi. Mm -hmm. And when they came back, it was sort of like shell shock. They basically came back and said, it's too overwhelming, it's too bad, it's to where does one start? And so they sort of sat on it, I think, like a year maybe, talked about it, and then they decided, you know, let's, let's go for it. Let's try. We will go to Kutaisi, uh, to the rural region. We'll go under UMCOR uh, and take in a team. And so in getting this team together, uh, some of the board would go around to Sunday school classes mm -hmm. and mention it. And so I was actually teaching a class on prayer, and Ann Breedlove, who's a dear friend, came in, and she gave one of those snippet, just a snippet. And it was like, no question, I'm going. My husband was, like, shocked. And, um, and I think what got me in that were it was with children. It was, uh, at that time, orphanage. Uh, it was in a country uh, that was formerly Eastern European, which is part of my heritage and my story. So my story was coming full circle by going to Georgia. And uh, it just spoke to me. And I do not camp out. 
I do not <laughs> like that. I don't like roughing it. Uh, nothing, but that had that never entered the equation. And when I heard Anne, I said, I'm going, and I never, there was a piece about it. It was what I was called to do, but it was, n- I did not seek it out. That's amazing. And so you went on this first trip, mm-hmm. and so tell me what, what happened there? Did you at that time say, oh, I'm coming back? Or did it take a little bit for you to kind of get? Well, it was um, it was very different from what our teams are now. Mm-hmm. And so when we, we were there for two weeks, we stayed in homes. Um, when we landed, there was no electricity. When we landed, we didn't know we were landing because there was blackout. So we landed, the runway lights came on, we hit the, the tarmac, the lights went off. And so the next two weeks were filled with um, lack of water, lack of electricity, the government shut off electricity, and conditions were really bad. But um, we went to this orphanage. Um, the children were um, very, very thin, very small, malnutrition. Um, and we actually did a, like, washing of the feet, but that was for us. We, you know, couldn't do that for uh, religious-wise for their orthodoxy. But we put each child up. Out, um, they didn't have running water, but there was a pump. And so we washed their feet, and some of them had wounds, and we had a nurse and dressed the wounds, and we gave them socks and new shoes. And... So the whole experience of the two weeks, at the very end, we were sitting out under the trees. And so as a team, there were 18 of us, um, and two of them had their children with them, I mean older. Uh, We all said, you know, is this a one-time thing? We feel good about ourselves, you know, and (laughs) pat us on the back, and we've done some good, shared some joy, built, you know, renovated, and move on. Or is this a commitment? And unanimously, everyone said this is absolutely a commitment of Peachtree Road. And so uh, of all those people, several of them went back. Several can't for different reasons. Um, But all are still involved and interested. And um, it it was the beginning of developing a huge trust and relationship with the Georgians and staying with families, we were immediately immersed in their culture. Uh, And it was always about them, you know, and not about us. It's about their traditions, their culture, their children. And it just spoke, spoke to me, but it spoke to many others as well. Okay, and so you have gone back year over year um, as part of that, you guys saw a need for a more intentional sponsorship of children. So kind of tell me how that came to be, that program, okay. um, and a little bit about the evolution of it. Okay, so um, originally we were just doing renovations there. But that was the greatest need. So like of the schools? Or? Of, the, of okay. the school. So okay. it was an orphanage in that first year. Right. Um, the government is deinstitutionalized, and so there are no quote-unquote orphanages anymore. They move children to like a foster house or group house. But at that time in 99, it was an orphanage. So okay. the children lived there. So like the roof had, they had water leaking in it. The mattresses were horrible. The bathrooms didn't work. Um, there wasn't much in the kitchen. I mean, it was horrific conditions for these children to live in. 
And um, so we, um, the church, you know, sponsored, paid for that trip and the renovations. And then uh, the next year they looked at maybe some other places where we could also work. But we decided that we needed to raise money. And so what we first did before Sponsor Child, we did silent auctions. You know, things were, that was a really big, at that time, of uh, silent, everyone was doing silent auctions, but it's a lot of work. And a lot of the auctions were for like special needs of the children, but also to pay for our renovation projects. So um, then we, when we were going, we were looking at and realizing these children were shrinking from year to year. The same child was actually shrinking. And so it was very evident that we had to help these children. Of course, they needed a safe place in which to live, which they were at the time, but they needed nutrition. And so the nutrition was the biggest element, and um, then we decided, let's do sponsor a child. Let's, let's pair a person with a child, and then those monies would go for uh, first nutritional food, then medicine and medical checking, and that's... Uh, And we have stayed with that, and we have stayed in the same region. We have stayed with the same schools because we believe in the continuity. We believe in building up a relationship um, because, uh, for instance, our program manager, Tamuna Gregolia, as she has always said, I said, well, you know, these schools are doing better. Don't you think we should, like, move on? And she said, well, as soon as we leave or we stop sponsor child, it will all go back to how it was. And um, so we continued to sponsor a child, and that is our, one would say, bread and butter. It is the, um, the children, the youth, the children. And by helping the children, by feeding them warm lunches, giving them a new winter coat and boots, that helps the families because these families cannot afford food for the children. They cannot afford to buy them a coat or clothing. And they are barely subsisting. And as Tamuna said, the greatest need right now is survival. Mm. And that is so So if I sponsor a child, Mm -hmm. am am I sponsoring a specific child? Or is this a group pooling of funds? Right. Well, so you are sponsoring a specific child. In that, you will get the story of the child, and you are. However... People worry about, well, what happens if all the children aren't sponsored? And so our budget is really what we get from sponsor child. All children get the same thing. All, no one is left out. But we wanted to do a relationship. You know, many of our sponsors follow a child in, from preschool to senior year, and they will have all their photos in their cabinet or something, and they want to know about them. They want to know about the family. They write them notes. And so, um, but the, you know, no child is, no child is given money. Uh, In fact, the directors are not given money. Everything is run through like wires, but so there is no money or lorry exchanging hands. So it is all in the services which we provide. But they know that there are uh, people here that are helping them. And people choose to sponsor the same child over, oh, yes. over throughout the education Oh, yes, education yes. And, they, journey, and they'll say, oh, please, you know, oh, you mean they've left? What's happened? You mean they've moved? Are they okay? And so, yes, it's uh, just 
and you know, and busy. you keep in touch with all this, which shows it's very high contact and highly relationship or relationship environment. You've got tabs on all the children. Oh, yes. I mean, and right now we're going through sponsor child, and I, I would say I spend maybe three hours a day right now sending stories, updating people, answering questions, you know, mailing the photos of the children to them, you know, and they're writing back, oh, Dotto now has a mustache. I can't believe it. He's grown so much. And, yeah. and that is sponsor child at work. Yeah. The children are, you know, they cannot learn until they're healthy. They first have to be healthy in order to learn. And so that is what Sponsor Child does. It provides that. And then any other things like teaching after-school vocational training, mentoring, and so on is on top of that. Okay. But Sponsor Child is just... It's the foundation. Foundation. Food, medicine. So there's 300 yeah, about, people, uh -huh. about 300 in. 300 and so children. what is the commitment if you want to sponsor a child, the dollar commitment? Okay, but it is $365 a year, so a dollar a day, and we can do it monthly. You know, they can pay monthly because sometimes that's just easier. That's how I do it, mm -hmm. monthly. And But it's $365 a year, and that um, those monies um, are specific, specifically set aside for, for those things. There is no... Um, you know, the monies aren't used for something else, but it is for... for All those dollars go yes. to benefit that mm -hmm. child. That's correct. Wonderful. And um, just, just to give you guys a plug, if we want to learn more about it, or if I particularly want to sponsor a child this coming year, mm -hmm. how best do I go about that? Okay, so we have our website, which is georgia4georgia.org, and um, there's a way to contact... It would be me. <laughs> Contact me. <laughs> and um, and then just, uh, it has like a phone number. It has email availability. We have a short four-minute video, which just gives an overview of the country over a sponsored child where you can see the children. And um, we produced it two years ago for our 20th anniversary. And, um, but you can go on there, and that's the best way to just contact me, but it's through Georgia for Georgia. Great, great. Well, thank you so now. much. For viewers that are watching this through Facebook Live, I will include in the notes a link directly to Georgia for Georgia so you can find out more about how to sponsor a child. Also, you can go to Peachtree Road's website to learn more about this program as well as the other global initiatives that we have, and that's at prumc.org backslash the global missions or backslash the mission road and you can again find those in the notes on facebook live so thank you and thank you lynn thank you for having me i would like to thank the staff at the dogwood shop for our lovely set today all of these items are available for purchase and you can stop by the dogwood shop on campus here at peachtree road or you can go online to the dogwoodshop.org Thank you for tuning in today. If you are interested in joining a team on a mission trip or want to learn more about how to support us stateside, you can go to our website at prumc.org backslash the mission road. Thank you.